episode 46 of podcast neil and mike back for another week and i just bragged to mike before we started recording that i'm almost done christmas shopping good for you man <laughs> good for you i my wife and i are trying to heed my, the wife. Advice. my wife <laughs> trying to heed the advice of all the experts this year they're saying get your christmas shopping done because you know supply chain yep. issues and all that other stuff so yep. we took it to heart and there's only besides each other there's only two people that we need to buy for yep. and they're both going to be very easy to buy for we know what to get for them yep not going to be any issues nice so nice. everyone else is bought uh uh and the shipping is underway it's just a matter now of it getting to its final destination which knock on wood fingers crossed all that stuff happens in a very timely manner well exactly speaking of though holy crap aliexpress like already yeah, coming through pretty quick lately eh yeah like I, I haven't gotten anything yet, but I wouldn't haven't be surprised. Got it, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if there's stuff over at the post office because I haven't been over to check the mail in a bit. So okay, I'm 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 pretty sure you've got a few things, but you picked like you got some stuff already. I'm like I'm, I'm... yeah, it's like I, there's the envelope right there. I I I it doesn't feel like anything I would have bought. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, stop grabbing your bag. <laughs> I will uh I'm going to assume it's from you. It probably is, yes. And yeah. I will tell you, there's another one that's going to arrive shortly. And if it arrives shortly, honestly, this is the big ticket item. So Okay. The, the worst part is we're not opening any of this yet. Like we're a ways off from opening it. Oh yeah, of this. we got time. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is this is this is unprecedented. I would not have expected AliExpress to get half of this stuff like in the country. Yeah. At this point. And shout out to our bod Nell. I gotta say this because Nell hit us up the other day on Instagram, wanting to know if we she can get uh, pictures of the stuff we had bought previously. Oh, sure. So we'll try and help you out with that. Yeah, for sure. But in the spirit of that, I think we talked about it before. But when we're opening these Christmas AliExpress purchases for each other, yeah. um, we are going to be doing it live on Twitch. We're going to <laughs> take it for what it is. We're going to make it happen in some way, shape or form. We are going to do live on Twitch. We're not going to record it. This is like you have to be there to see it yeah that's just how it's gonna be we're gonna we'll post a picture afterwards but if you want to see our reactions you gotta be there to watch it and there's something very like maybe we both take it for granted but like i very much enjoy watching you open these things because like <laughs> yeah, i know what you none mean. of us have and like it's it's every time it is completely random and it's completely random and let's be honest like it's completely stupid it but is. That's the point. <laughs> and it's fun, though. It is. That's so the fun. that's the thing. 
right? Like it's just like how like how far from the norm can you go with some of this stuff? And really breaking the bank. And yeah, we have found out you can go very far. Oh yeah, and that's <laughs> the point, right? Like you can. Yeah, I guarantee everyone that's listening, all three of you have spent twenty five dollars each on stupider things. A hundred percent. So hundred percent. It's totally worth it for the sake of twenty five bucks. Absolutely. Well, for Christmas. Absolutely. It's more, it's 40 bucks, but still yeah. for 25 bucks, stupider purchases have been made. So uh, 100% and you get to make somebody laugh. What's wrong with that? That's nothing wrong with that, man. Exactly. Feeling. So yeah, if you want, we're, we're going to figure out a date here coming up in the very near future. But if you want to watch us open said Christmas presents, once we do pick a date, keep listening to the show. We'll fill you in on the date. Keep an eye on our social media. We'll let yep. you know. Yeah. Not a big deal. No, we'll figure it out. Exactly. Um, Mike, if I was to give you a couple of items food-wise, yep. I'd like to get your first reaction. Sure. Okay. Uh, right. Let's say I gave you tuna, coleslaw, ham. What do you think? Tuna? Eh. Yeah. Coleslaw? Yum. Yeah. Okay. I, I like coleslaw. And like ham? sandwich meat ham. Like not like ham, like big ham, but like sandwich meat sliced ham. Impartial. Okay. Doesn't exactly scream Christmas, right? No, it screams like summer picnic. Yeah, well, I'm about to blow your mind. Uh, <laughs> I found an article. And it talks about some... Some bizarre, some not so bizarre, but Christmas dishes through the years. Okay. And I decided we have to talk about this. And I'm going to share the article after this episode goes out. But some of these things are just fucking ghastly. Um, There's no other way to put it. Uh, So I'm going to share this. And if it's cool with you, we're going to take our time, go through some of these, see what you think. Okay. Some of these, like this first one, totally standard. Yep. In the 1940s, plum pudding. Now, I don't know if you've ever had a plum pudding. Is it like blood pudding? No. No. No, not at all. No, Um, I've never had plum pudding. It's a pretty straightforward affair. Okay. Um, It's it's a classic, but it is what it is. Okay. Not going to go too far into it. In the 1950s, in this article, the next thing you start to see is the popcorn garland. Yep. Very familiar. Very familiar with this. Like, even to the point where it's in, like, almost every cartoon, right? Like, Uh, absolutely. you you think of the Grinch. Yep. Right? Stuff like that. Yep. This is common. Yep, for sure. Then you start getting into, again, in the 50s, what they call spritz cookies. And apparently this... Originated in Germany, but it really started to gain in popularity in America in the six in the sixties. <laughs> and you're trying really hard not to laugh about this. I am. <laughs> Is it the name or the description? <laughs> the description. The name no. comes from the German word spritzen, which means to squirt. <laughs> to squirt. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) 
See, this is why I decided to show this to you. <laughs> now, the cookies in the picture look delicious. They do, actually. They look really good. I'm assuming they're piped or something, but. Yep. Spritzing. <laughs> Squirt cookies. <laughs> oh, we're like less than 10 minutes into this. And we already have the name of the episode. Squirt cookies. Squirt cookies. <laughs> God. Uh, still in the 50s became uh, the uh, popularity of the chocolate filled advent calendars uh, yep. staple in our household God, we still do it have you ever yep. done one of the booze ones uh, no I have not so, anyway, I've, I've heard of them out. though but I have not done it something to check out but either way I mean these are still Heck, I, I guarantee you go to shoppers, you can like throw a rock in the store and guarantee oh you'll hit one yeah. of these. Yeah, you get them so, anywhere. You got them at the end of like at the, the lines at the yeah. gosh, at the grocery store. They're everywhere. Yeah. You can even get more specialty ones than just the booze ones. You can get some for your pets now yep. that have like pet treats. You can get Funko Pop ones that have like the mini Funko Pop figures. You, you can, can get ones that have fidgets in them. We've looked at that for Carrie. Like, yeah. There's so many variations of it. Yep. But the OG one, the chocolate filled one, really came into popularity in the 50s. Yep. Then you go into this Christmas candle salad. Mike, tell people what you see here with this Christmas yeah, candle salad. Dick on lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What the, is that a banana with the, like, as a candle? Yeah, look at the description what? right oh, here. Okay. Uh, the circa 1958 recipe certainly looks festive enough. It's festive. You've got your red, your green, your ivory hues. You've got your sort of kitschy American take on Victorian Christmas candles. So what if there's lettuce involved? It's just garnish. And the main attraction is cranberry juice cocktail gelatin stars with bananas. There's a problem, though. The dripping wax effect? Yeah, according to vintage recipe cards, that's mayo. Mayo on bananas? On top of peeled bananas, which are just standing on top of a plate of lettuce. (laughs) Fuck no. Like, seriously, this was a thing. No. It literally looks like dick candles. <laughs> Honestly, if we could give an episode more than one title, I would. Like, but Squirt Cookies is already the title. But Squirt now Cookies, Dick, dick Candles. Dick, dick Candles is, like is happy really holiday pods. Yeah. <laughs> now we hit the 60s. Okay. And the first thing in the 60s, Hot Dr. Pepper. Okay. And it's exactly what you would think. It's just, just Dr. Pepper. Heat it up. But heat it up. And they add some lemon. And this was even talked about and featured in a Hollywood movie. With Brendan Fraser, Christopher Walken, Alicia Silverstone, Blast from the Past. Christopher Walken played Brendan Fraser's dad. And his favorite beverage was hot Dr. Pepper. What movie was that? A blast from the past. I don't remember that one. You got to go back and watch it. All um, right. It's a bit of a weird premise, but it's a it's an okay watch. 
Well, I mean, if they're talking about having warm Dr. Pepper in the movie, you know the movie's got to have a little bit of quirkiness to it. Yeah. Um, just remember that it primarily, at the beginning, takes place in the 60s. And all the Cold War stuff going on at that time. And then go from there. But it's it's an okay watch. Okay. Okay. So hot from Dr. Pepper. Even then, would you rather have the hot Dr. Pepper or the dick candles? Hot Dr. Pepper, 100%. See, there you go. 1961, the <laughs> Oscar Mayer holiday hostess tree. This is just the stuff of fucking nightmares. Hosts? Is it hot dogs hanging off a tree? No. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's pre-wrapped hot dogs, like mini cocktail size. Yeah. Cocktail size weenies on a fake Christmas tree that's just made out of broccoli. Like, I don't know how they put the broccoli together. And then there's like these sliced ham roses with like olives in the middle to make it look like flowers. But everything here, with the exception of the broccoli and the olives, is made out of Oscar Mayer products. No. It's pretty disturbing. No. Like, I get it. I get like a brand wanting to like have like a a thing that's like a holiday trip. Like, but you hung hot dogs on broccoli, on a broccoli tree. Like no, and then yeah. you have rolled sandwich meats below it with shit stuffed in them too. Like just no. Yeah, I'm with you. No. And then then oh, to continue the sixties. Fuck off. We get into the aspects. Fuck off. No way. <laughs> no. So these aspects are just jello molds, but made with meat stock. And no. then they have different veg in them. No. <laughs> like, look, like, I think this, <laughs> I think this bigger one in the back has sliced carrots in it. Like, how stoned were people when they came up with this? Let's put fucking Dude. vegetables and jelly together. Like, it was the 60s. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, this one's got olives. Like, oh, no. Like, just, no. No. And they served it on a silver platter because they're fancy. Of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. No way. Uh, no way. Anyway. And then in 65, you got Crab Delight Dip. Okay. Now, this one doesn't look horrible compared no, to the other doesn't. ones. This one actually looks normal. It just looks like a crab dip. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Right? Yeah. And what I appreciate about all these is there's links to recipes. Okay. Okay. So that's handy. Yeah. And then in 67, you start going to eggnog, but this just isn't any eggnog. This is like eggnog on fire. So apparently there's enough booze in this eggnog that you could actually light it on fire. Okay. So it was eggnog. Then you had to add uh, bake apples, add cider to the nog, heat it up. And then you add the apples to the mix and then boom. With all the booze and all that and 
you get your own little mini mushroom cloud. I guess that's fun. Well, as long as you don't burn the house down, sure. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I enjoy eggnog for what it is. I don't need it to give me a pyro show. <laughs> well, no, that's... I don't think anybody needs that. No. And then in 68, it's another weird Christmas tree. It's the tuna Christmas tree. And again, just yuck. No. It's like, like it's like tuna salad formed into a cone. And then just like broccoli stuck in it to look like garland. No. Like, can you imagine like going up to this thing and like serving yourself like I would like some tuna off of this tuna tree. Like, well, and they, they reference it in the description here, but could you imagine the smell of this? Like it's, it's not going to smell like they say, you know, like your more traditional sense, like pine, right? Like it's no, another, no, like stop making trees out of food. Not all foods need to be trees. Again, another normal one as we start the 70s, the cheese fondue. Sure. You, can, you cannot go wrong with something like this. No, dip, dip anything in cheese for sure. There you go. And then as we continue into the 70s, you've got your ambrosia salads. And Mike's already shaking his head. <laughs> What's wrong, Mike? No, it's. Uh, I, no, I just. I. I know it's like a classic kind of like deli side. I just can't get away from the marshmallows and fruit together. Okay. Are you, are you a fan? I'm not, I'm indifferent. You're indifferent. Okay. Okay. Early seventies. Now we bring in classic, the cheese ball. Yeah. Mike loves balls. I love Cheese, Neil. <laughs> balls. Cheese balls. Um, and then we have in the 70s still these mini snowman cakes. And again, nothing really outrageous about these. They look pretty delightful. It, on top of them is just cool whip and coconut and gumdrops and you know. Now whatever. I bet you in the 70s that's cocaine. <laughs> it very well could be. <laughs> And then you get this monstrosity. Okay there, Mike. Frosty the slaw man. <laughs> this has to be the mor- most morose looking snowman I have ever seen. What is he made out of? Dude, what do you think he's made out of? He's a Mayo, slaw man. Salt, cold water gelatin. Cottage cheese and cabbage. He looks like a melted snowman. Oh, don't forget the red pepper hat. Oh, well, or the olive buttons. Yeah. Cherry tomato nose. Like, this is just friggin' disturbing. That can you imagine, like, walking into a room and seeing that thing staring at you? This is what nightmares are made of for for (laughs) children. Seriously. Eat me. Jesus. <sighs> Friggin' slaw man. <laughs> slaw man. I love how they call this slaw man. 
And then late 70s, you get the cocktail meatballs, which is Beautiful. honestly even just a potluck staple, right? Not oh just Christmas, God, yeah. just, just a general potluck. You get a, a slow cooker full of meatballs. Oh, done. Just walking by with a fork or a toothpick and just like just going to town. Yeah. You sit yourself over in the corner next to that bad boy and you're just good. Yeah. Delicious. Beautiful. And then no baked cookies. Now, I don't know about you, but I've had my fair share of these types of cookies and they're awesome. I don't know if I've had no baked cookies before. Oh, okay. We need to talk after the show about these. Okay. And I will see if I can uh, hook you up with a recipe for these. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then in the 80s, things get really friggin' weird. As if they weren't weird already. Now it's the Christmas salmon. Swimming upstream to give all the kids presents. This Um, is this is like this is probably some company's attempt to like try to displace turkey as being the staple. Honestly, I think this is like where the whole preppy thing started. Yep. (laughs) Like, oh no, we're too good for turkey. Yeah. Give us some. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Um, Nothing good, nothing like wrong with salmon, but trying to like sneak it into the holidays there. Yeah, that's. Is uh, just as offensive to me as the tuna tree. What about Frosty the Slot Man? (laughs) Or the Slot Man? Well, no, both are fine. I don't (laughs) think you have to go either way. Then you have the. Holiday party loaf. This thing <laughs> looks like it got shot out by some weird mythical creature. The middle of it just looks absolutely disgusting. It is a multi-layer of sandwiches then frosted with cream cheese. Ugh. What the f- I I don't like- know. <laughs> I love the I love the funny fact that Mike keeps taking off his glasses as I we're do. looking at well, these and rubbing his face. <laughs> it just I don't get like the combination of these things. I don't get where like someone says like this would be delicious. I I get. And it. I mean, you don't you don't know until you try. But how does like a whole like sorry if your thing is called a loaf. Or has the word loaf in it? It's probably not great. That goes Except for meatloaf. Meat no, that goes loaf for meatloaf the singer as well, though. Well, yes, he's he would do anything for love, except well, for eat a holiday party loaf. I was gonna say he won't do that. No, he won't eat the loaf. Jelly fruit slices is the next one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Again, unless you're diabetic, you cannot go wrong with these things. Oh. Agreed. And then after that, Peking duck, turkey. Ah, classic from a Christmas story. Inspired by a Christmas story. So people start taking turkeys and try giving them the Peking duck treatment, which honestly is not a bad idea. (laughs) Absolutely not. I think it would be delicious. I think I might even have to try that. That's the only... That scene in A Christmas Story, I say this as A Christmas Story being my favorite movie of all, like, my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. 
very racist. Oh, very much so. Yes. Very racist. <laughs> very, like, very much like, so. Um, just, it, it's, it's painful. Racist. It's painful. It is painful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's right up there for me too, in terms of Christmas movies, but I wholeheartedly agree with you. It's, I, I, I actually wouldn't mind trying duck for Thanksgiving or actually have one in the freezer. Do you? Yeah. Very. My, my wife and I are thinking about doing it. My My wife. wife. Second one tonight. Uh, we're thinking about doing that for Christmas. So, uh, the next one is just Crisco. (laughs) Yeah. Just cooking with fat. Cooking with Crisco. Yeah. Because they made a big push in the mid-80s. And, yeah, all of a sudden, cooking with Crisco was the big deal. Yep. So, yeah, just whatever you're making, make it with Crisco. Yep. And then after that, you get the Winter Wonderlog. Okay. This actually is not bad once you look at the description. I feel like my mom makes something like this. All this is, it's like alternating stripes of like pale green and like very dark brown. Yeah. And all it is is like those chocolate wafer cookies. Yes. Okay. So my mom makes this. Yeah. And pistachio like pudding mixed with Cool Whip. Except my mom doesn't do the pistachio in the middle. She just does more whipped cream in the middle. Oh, there. So same uh, basic idea. So good. Yeah. This is good. good. And then there's another dish up here, but same same thing. This winter wonderlog thing actually looks just fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I it's could not dense, like no. it's not heavy, which is so nice. No, and I could pretty much tuck into that right now. <laughs> just give me a spoon. I'm good. Just give me a spoon. I'll go yeah. right in. I, I'm fine. And then festive sandwiches is next. We're still in the '80s, but. I, really? <laughs> when did sandwiches be? When would sandwiches have become like a festive thing? Like I, when I think of sandwiches, I think of like meetings at work. Yeah, the only or, or open houses. <laughs> the only semblance of holiday stuff for me with sandwiches is like leftovers, like a turkey sandwich. Yeah, like hot, sandwich. like hot turkey, turkey sandwich. Oh, like yeah. the next day, maybe. Yep. You know, something like that. Yep. But that's it. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Sandwiches aren't, I don't equate sandwiches to the holidays. No, unless you're talking summer holidays. But not. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I would say, like, cottage weekends. Like, when you're, yeah. like, whenever we would go to my folks' cottage, um, dinner was always like, like hearty burgers or ribs or something, but lunch was always like easy. It's like sandwich meat, bread, buns, cheese, yep. some like chips, just, maybe whatever. Yeah, but that's such a that was definitely a summer staple. Yeah, but not the staple. holidays. No, 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 no. So I don't get that. Then you get chocolate baskets, and this just looks way too fancy. But all it is is like essentially a chocolate pie tart. But it's the pie, the tart shell is just made out of pure chocolate. And then it's filled with like some type of like pastry cream and berries. And okay, that's cool. I'm not saying it's bad, but no, at the same time, I can't say it was ever a thing for me growing up. Was no. it a thing for you? No, yeah. So I don't know where they're getting this one from, but yeah. And then all of a sudden, late 80s, 
eggnog is on the way out. There's a rebellion to get like people are going against eggnog. Why? It seems like it was just dying out and there was like a concerted effort from mixologists to actually try and bring it back and save eggnog. So is that when they started adding rum to it? I don't know if that was the case or not, but either way, it's still around. I don't know about you. Like I was, I was born in the early eighties, born in 82. Yeah. But I always think of eggnog as an eighties thing. I can't say that I do that, but I will say this about eggnog. I cannot drink it like straight unaltered from the carton. Why not? I have to cut that shit half and half with milk. Okay. Okay. I get that. Yeah. I can't do it straight from the carton. Like it's too much for me straight from the carton. It's kind of like, it's a slow, it's a slow drink, which is kind of weird. Yeah. So if, if I'm going to have any, I got to cut it half and half. Yep. Fair. Fair. So the fruitcake. No. This is a very divisive one. It is. Um, it is very traditional on the East Coast. Yes, it is. And I am not a huge fan of store-bought ones. You like homemade? homemade? But I don't mind some homemade ones. I'm just, no, I'm not a fan. Never I get it. Fan. I get it. And for a lot of people, it's the dried fruit part. Yeah, just no. Yeah, teach their own. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, not my own. Now we're in the 90s. Chocolate covered pretzels. And other healthier, in air quotes, alternatives. I I mean, you're still getting a lot of carbs and sugar out of a pretzel. Yeah. And that's why I question this. I mean, it's better. I don't know what it would be better than, but it's, I guess it's not as bad. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm not going to turn down the chocolate covered pretzel. No, never. I mean, it's definitely better for you than the next one, which is, you know, Christmas, Christmas crunch. crunch. Never had this. Captain crunch. No, I didn't either. Um, Was this only an American thing? Maybe it could be possibly. But I know there are other cereals that do Christmas variations. So I can't say I've ever had this one. No, I've never had that one. And then over the top ice cream sundaes. This was yeah. inspired by Home Alone. Yes, 100%. I was going to say this came from a movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Now, I never did this. I don't know if you ever did this. Uh, I mean, if what's the, the Menchies, is that the soft serve or like the frozen yogurt? Yeah. Like sometimes I get a little eclectic with my toppings when I go there. (laughs) Fair enough. It all depends on what like feeling I'm in. Like usually I'm pretty standard. Like I don't go crazy. I'll put like one or two toppings on my, like at most kind of like, just like how I like a blizzard. Like, I don't want a whole bunch of shit in my blizzard. I want fucking smarties um same kind of like with this like i'd rather have more of something i really like than a whole bunch of other shit that like at the end of the day you just don't end up tasting yeah i get it totally get it 
that was a very very in-depth discussion about how i like (laughs) your ice cream and then all of a sudden (laughs) we get into some commercials this is talking about food and the first one they bring up is the Campbell's soup snowman yep and I do remember this commercial where there's this snowman trudging along the sidewalk. He comes into the house. He sits down. Somebody slides a bowl of chicken noodle soup in front of him. The snow melts away, and all of a sudden, it's actually a boy sitting at the table. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a classic commercial. Doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. No. But... And it's a piss-poor soup, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, it- that that looks like a 90s chicken noodle soup. Oh, it totally does. <laughs> and then in the mid-90s, we've got Christmas fudge. Can't deny this. Yeah. Um, live through it. Live through it. It got a big uptake in the mid-90s. Not going to lie. Yep. Um, yeah. And how can you go wrong? <laughs> you can't. It's like just fudge. Bunch, especially if you toss some sprinkles on top of that. Ooh, oh, God. Gee. Yeah, I'm with you. Yep. Do you have a favorite flavor? Just like pure chocolate fudge. Chocolate? Yeah. Bailey's. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. And then butter cookies. Yep. Uh, my mom makes butter cookies. Or used to make butter cookies back in the day. And again. Not like this, but. Right up there with fudge again. Yeah. How can you argue? Yep. After that, M&M's meet Santa, another commercial reference back yep. in the mid nineties. I can still remember that commercial. Yep. Me too. And it's kind of funny, kind of creepy, but still a classic. Gotta go with the yellow, not yellow, the white, red and green. Yes. and smarties at christmas time and possibly one of the most famous christmas commercials of all time is next the coca-cola polar bears yep i don't know if they still do these commercials it seemed <sighs> like forever they were doing a new one every year they still do i feel like they still do christmas commercials because they had a pretty iconic look with santa as well they did so that's a that's a hard one to give up. Ooh, I peppermint agree. Bark. Peppermint bark is the next one. Peppermint bark. Bark. It started to get big in the late nineties, and honestly, this is still one of those things. Just kind of like the meatballs and what you were saying about those. This is one of those things where you walk by, you just kind of grab a bit and go, "Yep, right." Um, yep. And yeah, this might be one of my unsung favorites. Yeah, I would agree. And then for some reason in the late 90s, this like fancy like China become a became a thing. Don't remember that at all. I don't either. But Lennox, I think it was because it was turning 25. Got it. So whatever. Got and then in know. the year 2000, Snickerdoodles. Yeah, I remember these. Still ma- still make them. Like still awesome. Yep. It's, I mean, it's cinnamon. Again, how can, unless you're allergic, you cannot go wrong with this. You can't. Agreed. And then shortly after, the reemergence of the gingerbread houses. And I swear, again, you can go into any store. 
a Shoppers, a Walmart, pretty much a Canadian Tire, anything. Throw a rock and you are going to hit a do-it-yourself gingerbread house kit right now. Yep. Do you have one in the house yet? No. Not yet. But we do have a Christmas tree up in the house. Oh, good for you. We it's a we uh we got a a new artificial one um for our living room just with the dog. So like last year we had a real tree upstairs and we had a real tree downstairs too. Um but with the dog this he would eat the tree. Like literally he would eat the tree. Not so worth it. just got the got a white a white tree with lights already on it and all the lights change different colors and looks really looks really fucking cool. That's really awesome. Good for you guys. Yeah. We haven't gotten uh, our tree up yet, but we're hoping to. That's still early. It is. And that's the thing. Um, I'm assuming that you had to go out and get that tree. Yeah, I've got a Canadian tire. So I'm assuming then that kind of lends into the discussion that you wanted to have, which was about like outings. Specifically, I think you were referencing like 90s outings, though. Yes. Yeah. So in the when I was a teenager, definitely not. Actually, Canadian Tire, when I, when I think of myself as a kid, I can like vividly remember going to like Canadian Tire with my dad or um, it was before Rona and Lowe's. Um, Lansing. Mm. You remember Lansing? We didn't have one. Okay. Lansing Building Center. So that's where my dad would go all the time too. Um, but yeah, I, I got thinking today. I don't know. I, I went on a '90s kick. I think more so because the the 30th anniversary of Nevermind was this week. Oh yeah, and re and then so they re, they released Nevermind like remastered with a whole bunch of live versions of songs and all this sort of stuff. And I got thinking of the '90s again. I'm like, man, it was like back in the day when when you were hanging out with friends like it wasn't about like hanging out online or or going over text it was like where are you gonna go it's like it was the movie theater it was the mall it was like local coffee shop in the parking lot and sitting out front or yeah. like the local collectible shop like sports cards like there was like a really big chain of sports card store here called sluggers and like you would go there and like look at cards and like see if you could trade or get something cool and like just all that you don't see that as much these days anymore like and again covid doesn't help that like kids don't have places to go and hang out and stuff like that but like back in the day it just seemed like it was it was important where you were and i'm kind of glad it's not that way today um because not everyone would like be invited to things or like not everyone. Yeah, that's fair. Things. Um, but it just felt, it felt like more of a to do. So I was curious, like I vividly remember hanging out at Markville mall, which was, I grew up in a town called Markham um, and like hanging out there at the arcade or Sam, the record man. Cause my neighbor owned Sam, the record man in our mall. And I got to like work at the store when I was like seven or eight years old. Um, like, just, like, I think about that sort of stuff. So I was curious with you, like, growing up out east and even growing up out west, like, were there certain 
are there certain things that you recollect like kind of growing up like i would hang it at, at arcades or at record stores or for things sure. like that the big thing for me in my hometown was well originally there was a ton of walking paths yep so especially in teen years the group that we had of us together would actually like just hang out and like walk around town yeah we would do Ride the same bikes, thing in high school same thing yep um yep. we would go on a tim's run hang out at the tim's yep get our double double you know whatever get a yep. donut hang out there for a bit when we finished our donut we'd take our coffees and go hit the trail walk around right whatever um if we didn't feel like a coffee there was a grocery store just a couple like just a little bit away and we'd go pick up like a two liter pop or something yep and go do the same thing and just walk around right stuff like that um i was big into basketball so i used to hang out there was a basketball court five minute walk away from my house uh and it had four full courts inside chain link fence so used to play a ton of basketball um we used to hang out at my buddy steve's place a lot we we just call him willie but um hung out at his place a lot his uh his dad uh worked a job that meant he was going to be away a lot of evenings yeah so like around the age that we were like you know 14 15 that type of deal and we were hanging out we pretty much had freedom to you know just hang out there and crank music and so we'd be listening to like you know Soundgarden or whatever yeah yeah that type of thing and uh yeah it was good times and then when we moved out west um still the basketball court found some close by and that first year didn't do a whole lot but after my cousins moved up from newfoundland about a year after uh we did we started hanging out a lot and we started hanging out at local mall in calgary deerfoot mall um on the north end and stuff like that like so a lot of what you you said too just maybe slight differences here and there um and I know I said like it was kind of like a big to do where you were hanging out. I don't know necessarily like I kind of rethinking that. It wasn't necessarily like where you hung out. It was like were you there with a whole bunch of other people were there? I don't know. It's hard yeah. to explain. Like no, I totally get it because we had a group before I moved away from the island. We had a group that could vary anywhere from maybe a half a dozen of us up to almost 20 of us yep that would get together on a regular basis yep that we're all familiar with each other that all you know we would yeah that we would say we were friends and you know yep it all just came down to who had what going on that night and could sure. they come over and hang out yep so that's awesome yeah that's awesome um yeah it was definitely fun times you mentioned so. like going to Tim Hortons that was a big thing that we did in high school on I think on Sunday nights we would go to I think there were five Tim Hortons in Markham at this point all owned by the same person how was there only five 
this like was how many? Yeah, but uh, no, stay with me for a minute though. Population of Markham roughly in the 90s even if you have back to put then, yeah if you had to thousand people okay my hometown back in the 90s twenty thousand people yeah okay we had one mcdonald's yes, one so kfc so okay i shit you not we had nine tim hortons <laughs> probably all owned by the same person but how in the frig did you only have five well we didn't have that many roads i guess for people to go i don't know it's like gas stations like they would be tim hortons on the opposite sides of the roads to catch traffic going one way versus the other oh uh, man it's not hard to tell where our priorities were as a town right god i just need caffeine and a boston cream yeah yeah um but we would do something like something similar and this was more in high school we would go to tim hortons we get her like um like vanilla latte or something like that. We weren't drinking coffee yet, but something with flavor. And then we book it to a playground behind the public library and literally smoke a tobacco pipe while we were just sitting, drinking our coffee, sitting in the park. Oh. Like just old, like old school pipe. Like you just reminded me of something else now. What's that? You just reminded me of something else. What's that? Uh, in Calgary, our school was right next door, literally right next door to a mcdonald's and a 7-eleven oh dear god yeah so you can imagine what you could get up to right on Mm -hmm. your recess or a lunch um every now and then usually once a year maybe twice the mcdonald's back in the 90s would have a deal where you could get a cheeseburger for a quarter and you could go over there and you could get you know x amount I think they let you spend up to like eight bucks there at one oh time. Oh my God. At a quarter each. Yeah. And you would go back into the school and walk down a hallway and all you could smell was cheeseburgers because people would have them stuffed in their lockers until the end of the day. So they could take them home and freeze them. Jesus. There was a lot of people that would go over and get like the big ass Slurpees. And then would have like their airplane bottle of vodka or whatever, and just toss it into the Slurpee because, you know, legal age in Alberta, 18. You could drink in high school. So if you had, you know, a hookup in, uh, for somebody in grade 12, yep, that was 18, they could pull some vodka for you. And... Wow. Yeah. That deal you talk about with the quarter cheeseburgers, we yeah. had something similar at our McDonald's again when I was in high school. Um, they would have like Toonie Tuesdays. Mm. So on Tuesday, you could get a small fry with six nuggets for two bucks. Well, that's not bad. No, I got six of them. <laughs> of course. So six small fries and 36 nuggets. <laughs> yeah. Like that was always my go-to. and i would crush it always crush it Uh, i was also playing football at the time so like i was eating like crazy and then going practicing every day for two and a half hours like all that was gone as you do yeah but it was it was like it was so disgusting and rewarding at the same time i totally get it (laughs) totally get it no so those were some of the ones i was thinking of in terms of other hangouts like our place in Calgary, 
uh, kind of became a hangout. Um, my brother and I each had rooms in the basement and we would just, you know, play music on the weekends and like not play like instruments, but like crank music. And yeah, uh, both of our cousins would usually come up and then, you know, our friends would come over and hang out and stuff like that. Um, so that was always pretty good. No, no, you know, problems there. And then I think, was it in Newfoundland where, yeah, it was usually Willie's place every now and then it would be somebody else's place, but nine times out of 10, if we were going to be hanging out, it was probably going to be at Willie's. It's funny you say that. Kim and I had this discussion tonight. Um, Now, like, like we don't have the idea. Like, I don't think you guys have the idea either. Like the idea of like bubbles with COVID is like gone. It's like, you can basically see whoever you want now. Just obviously be smart about it. Yeah. Um, And I know I say that a little bit easier than you say that based on what's going on in both of our provinces. right? Of course. Yes. Um, but Kim and I were having this discussion tonight because Carrie, my daughter, um, has like her two best friends literally live like right down the road from us, which is amazing. Yes. And like, especially after like just moving here, like for her to get to a find some good friends and B have them live so close and like be able to like have friends over and all that is amazing. But I had the, it seems like they want to come here every day. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> which is great. Like I like both Kim and I love it. Like Carrie has a blast. You hear them laughing and like being silly. It's just it's awesome. Like whatever we can do to help encourage that more, we will. But I I went to Kim tonight and said like, are we the cool parents or are we the cool house? Like because they're here every day. That that was us when our kid was. <laughs> we were the house that most kids would come to play at. Yeah. 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 It's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's it's cool. It's it's cool to see. Like I, I don't know if that just like if that's like I I don't know why, but it just seems like yeah, it always kind of congregates here and it's it's fun for us because especially coming from a condo life where like Carrie could have friends over. She was also a lot younger too. Um but like it's just different. Like now like the kids can go into the basement and play by themselves and Yeah do their own thing it's just it's it's fun to watch man really fun to watch oh yeah no it's fun even when our kid was younger we had like because we're in a bungalow and we had our third bedroom was strictly just a playroom yep that's where all the toys were everything you know they could go in there play make a mess do whatever as long as they cleaned it up at the end we didn't care that's fine yep Yep. and they'd be in there and like you said they'd be laughing their asses off and they'd be doing whatever it was awesome. awesome. Yeah, it was great. And then afterwards, as you know, the kid got older and moved down with the basement, as most kids do, um, it got to the point where it was like, no, they were hanging out in the basement and watching Netflix and laughing their ass off. And yep. yeah, so I totally get it. Yeah, it's no, it's cool to see, man. It's cool to see. Um, and that also got me thinking about like the hangout thing, just because like my like Carrie's at that age now where she has friends and like. She's not about going to malls and stuff like that. I think just because of where we live, there's just not a lot of that stuff. Um, but it's more about just like, I want to hang out with my friends after school or like when their friends go home, it's like, 
they call each other on kids messenger on facebook kids messenger and like yeah. video call each other and stuff like that it's really cool to see man really, really yeah cool. no i totally get it and it, it is it's kind of heartwarming there's no way around it no it's like that's it's what you want for your kid or your kids like you, yeah you want them to be happy and have friends and like have friends that accept them for who they are and maybe have some things in common that they can bond over and just they i think more yeah just more than anything like just let you be you and yeah that's i think the big thing for us is just like carrie can be herself like she could be silly she can make jokes about things she can do all of that and it's really fun to see man really fun and honestly that never changes because even with the kid gone off to university it's the same thing yeah like brand new spot doesn't didn't know anybody there yep and in the short time they've been there it sounds like they've got a great circle of friends like they're hanging out a bunch yep like their their social calendar for the next let's say from now until next monday or tuesday is ridiculous like the plans that they've got <laughs> like are you actually going to be able to get me studying them there kiddo yeah but yeah it's like between movies and hangouts and apparently going to uh a couple of concerts because uh some of their their friends are going to university on uh, uh for music so nice. they're going to be taking uh part in shows and, and stuff like that so amazing yeah so it's like god kids doing more than i am right now <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome hey man that's good that's yeah. good not that i don't yeah. want you to be well too but but you good. know what i mean it's great i love yeah. seeing them like this so yeah man so yeah awesome. we we should probably call the show we should oh shit yes we should <laughs> <laughs> just looking we at just the time like, that was like, awesome crap look at us go <laughs> talking about all this weird food and then hanging out as we were teens and yeah. all that other stuff that was fun man it was good we should uh let the people know again keep an eye on our social media for all the info for when we're going to be opening up our christmas presents on twitch yep. also our music club wax and poetic this month's selection is counting crows august and everything after i don't know if you've listened yet mike i've listened i have started listening to a few tracks yes okay and i've listened to the album i can't even tell you how many times because i love that album and i could listen i to have it daily. not listened to the entire album ever no really no. really dude so all right they see this is what the music club is for yep absolutely new experience my horizons there you go um so if you want to take part in the music club make sure you drop us a line it's bods at bodcast.com that's b-a-h-d or you can just hit us up on social media just look up podcast on facebook twitter instagram mike's only fans account whatever the case may be so that'd be pretty funny if i had one if don't <laughs> and say um i'm not gonna say i set you up with one i'm just gonna say if oh okay okay um also you might have one on only hands i'm that that doesn't surprise me just saying that doesn't surprise me 
Uh, that's it for this episode. Any parting words, Mike? Yes. Big what do you parting got? words. What do you Because got? my wife actually listens to this podcast. I can tell you that. She listens to it. I'm um, sorry, Kim. <laughs> I know. I know. Me too. But she's, she's stuck through. Uh, I want to say happy birthday to my beautiful wife. Her birthday is officially on November 23rd. Um, so this podcast will already be out for that. Uh, it's a milestone birthday. It's the big four O. Um, and we're having a big celebration at our house on Saturday with close friends and, uh, or sorry, close family. Um, and yeah, just happy birthday, babe. That's awesome. Happy. Well, I guess depending on when you're going to listen to it, happy early birthday, happy yeah. birthday or happy belated birthday. There you go. Covered all my bases. And hopefully you have a good time uh, on Saturday. Thank you. Make sure you have one for me. Oh, I will be having many. Well, at least one of them's for me. Well, at least one. Okay. So there you go. Just for you. Just for you. Love the. I asked you for part and words. You actually came prepared this week. I I was ready, man. That is fantastic. Look at you. Look at me. Look at us. Just look at us. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you next week, folks. Bye.